Welcome to Gen Z Speaks, an international youth podcast brought to you by Gen Z Education. My name is Arden. And my name is Anisha. And we're your hosts. Gen Z Education is a youth-led nonprofit organization that is reinventing education. We provide interactive educational content that takes a new look at traditional approaches to education, involving everything from academics and storytelling to current events. Each episode, we provide you with content relevant to the youth, from interviewing experienced professionals and college admissions experts to discussing current events. In today's episode, we'll be interviewing Carmen Blanchard, young activist and president of Burbank High School's ASB. Carmen is a senior at Burbank High who has demonstrated continuous exceptional leadership. Welcome to the show, Carmen. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. So, Carmen, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Just tell us a little bit about who you are. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm Carmen Blanchard. I'm a senior at Burbank High. I am the president of ASB. I've been in ASB for three years. And yeah, I mean, I'm super, I would like to say I'm somewhat involved with like activism or just working with the community and politics, whatever it may be. Yeah, sure. So diving into like the ASB, what does president being president of ASB entail? Like what duties do you, does your role carry? So our biggest role is that we are the student board member. So I'm on the um, Burbank USD um, board, like school board of education. Um, so we have meetings like twice a month with the superintendent and they're like streamed and there's public comments. So like students will sometimes come in and like express their concerns. Um, Lately, like big topics of discussion at the board meetings have been like the um, removal of the couple books from the core novels list. I'm sure you guys have heard about that. And then like, yeah, um, the board just passed a statement of like anti-racism. So that's been a big topic of discussion and also obviously reopening of schools. Um, so that's where like a majority of like the business side of things get discussed. Um, but as a student board member, me and the president from Burroughs were on the board so we get to be involved with those discussions which is really cool um, and we also report out on like what's happening at our school on the ASB side of things um, so that's like our biggest um, role and that's different from the rest of ASB and then obviously we run the meetings for ASB so um, I run the meetings for like the I think there's like 43 kids in ASB this year um, so yeah I just I mean, overall, you're like the leader of ASB, so you really want to make sure you always have like a, you know, a positive face on or encouraging the other members to participate and work hard for our school and stuff. And also as president, I've kind of like made it, I want to be the face of like, if you have a concern about our school or about something that's going on, totally come to me. Like I leave my email or phone number, whatever, Instagram open totally for like discussion. If anyone has any concerns that they want to bring up, I totally recommend them to come to me. Um, so just kind of being like the face of the school and the one that you can go to if you have questions or needs or anything. But ultimately, yeah, it's, I guess, representing the school um, on a board level, but also like normally on campus, but now I guess virtually. That's really cool. I mean, I, I guess there's a lot more to it than I thought that there was. So that's really cool. And also, it's awesome that like, you want to be like, this face that people go to to see. And I think that's great. Um, moving on from that, is there something specific that you've done through ASB that you're most proud of? Hmm. 
Um, well, this year, um, I will say that with the whole, um, a couple of the core no uh, novels from the core curriculum were removed. So that was a big topic of discussion. And I did kind of, um, I did want to be kind of somewhat involved in that conversation. So I actually did join the Burbank, um, the board's like equity, diversity and inclusion committee. And I started my own club on campus, which is kind of through ASB because it was through the board meetings. But um, as far as, so that was something that I was proud of just because I wanted to start that conversation on campus and make sure that like, every student, because I know students struggle with feeling like their voices are being heard by like administration and by the board. So I just wanted to make sure that everyone felt like there was someone they could go to if they wanted to um, express their concerns and that it would get directly to like the higher ups. Like I will be the voice of telling them what the students are feeling, um, which I think is really important just because I know sometimes people feel like you know, that it's especially virtually that it's hard to get through to like Dr. Crowler or administration or anything like that. Um, but then additionally, this year, I mean, yeah, I did really want to focus on making ASB this year super inclusive and very diverse in terms of like the type of students that we have in ASB. And I think we did a really good job with that. Um, I mean, obviously, only so many people interview. So it's not like we could just you know, totally make it diverse. It's up to the students that want to do ASB. But as far as like the whole process of making ASB this year, I think it, uh, we really tried to get like a diverse group of students that had different, one different age groups. Cause for a while uh, ASB has been very like senior and junior or upperclassmen prominent. But this year we tried to steer away from that just because um, I think it's better to have voices from every every um, grade. So we have like a lot more freshmen this year and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's something that was super important to me that I was proud of that we were able to really make sure that we weren't just getting like the popular kids point of view in ASB because people have complained about that before and I totally understand. So that was important to us. And I think we did a pretty good job with that. I mean, we try to have discussions that and we try to have insight from a bunch of different students that have different concerns. Some are in like robotics clubs, some are in some really like popular sports, you know, choir, like there's a bunch of uh, different students, I think, which I think is important because we are representing the student body. So, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something to be proud of, like, especially in light of all the events that have happened this year, like that's definitely something to be proud of that you're making your school more inclusive. And actually going on from that, um, like at the same time, not everyone needs to be a leader to make a change. And that's kind of like what you want to instill in your members of your community. And I think that's important that we instill that message in like all members of our generation. So can you maybe talk about a time when you made a change in your school or you felt like you your voice was heard before you joined ABS or before you had a leadership position? Yeah, um, I mean, I had always kind of like, I've always been the type to like, especially like my freshman year, I kind of like, cause I was homeschooled for sixth and seventh grade. So as soon as I joined, uh, I went to John Muir for eighth grade and I just like dove into all the extracurriculars and I was always the type that, sorry, I was always the type that um, really wanted to get involved with like whatever it may be, like community organizations and whatever it may be um, naturally. But like you said, it doesn't take being a leader to make change. And that's, I think, clear on our campus. I know like my freshman year was when the um, March for Our Lives happened. Um, 
and I got super involved with that. Um, that's kind of, I think, what set the precedent for me in high school as far as being like someone that was known to be involved in like activism and whatever it may be. Um, and now like looking back on it, I didn't even realize it was that like I didn't wasn't trying to make a statement or anything like that. It was just something I wanted to participate in. Um, but of course, people have their diverse opinions on that sort of stuff. But um, I think that really set the precedent for me is like how I want to get involved on campus. Um, obviously, like maintaining like good relations with everyone is really important to me. And like, I'm not trying to start any sort of like anything where where because there, there was a lot of like controversy around that. And like, people were quite rude. Like people were like throwing things at us when we were doing the march, like students from our school. And I was like, that kind of set the precedent for me as far as like, oh, so there's gonna be backlash for doing stuff like this. But it also kind of encouraged me to like, cause you know, like it kind of fueled me to wanna to do it more because I was like, well, like, you know, I mean, I don't, obviously I don't care what those people think, but now like, I, and then I started to get involved more with like, I guess political activism, but that was before I was in ASB. And then I actually just joined ASB randomly and it kind of became like a way for me, not that like politics or anything gets involved with ASB, it doesn't, but um, a way for me to like amplify my voice in terms of like representing the fact that like I am like a leader or whatever. Cause I guess like a lot of people did think I was kind of I don't know, I've had people in ASB before I was in ASB didn't like me because they thought I was like so loud and stuff, but I kind of like, okay, like I don't care. Like being loud to me isn't something that's wrong. And at the time, like I was super involved with political activism. And if you think that's me being loud, then I mean, all the more power to me to keep being loud because I wanted to express my opinions and my voice. So yeah, I think like getting involved with activism on that terms, I don't know how much I like the word activism, but we'll just use it, um, was how I kind of started like defining my voice on campus. Um, but yeah, I didn't have to be a leader to do that. And obviously there was a bunch of kids that are still that are involved with activism, but aren't in ASB, which the two aren't really connected. So I think good for them and I, I hope people continue to do that because you can still be a leader in your community like just by being a, a strong presence or you know having a strong voice um, rather than you don't even need to have a strong voice I mean just you know sticking to your values and representing them in a positive light I think is enough to be considered like a leader or like you know I mean a, a positive voice for your community so yeah. Yeah, definitely. So would you encourage um, incoming high school students, like, what would you tell them? Like, what skills do you think you've learned from ASB that you would use to, like, tell them that you should get involved with ASB? I mean, definitely, like, I always, we give freshman tours um, in ASB, like, we give the freshman tours during orientation, like, in August, and I always tell them, like, get involved with as much, like, different organizations and clubs and whatever as you can, because, one freshman year is really your time to figure out like you have enough time like school is not that stressful I would say in freshman year and it gets progressively more stressful so I would say freshman year like do all the clubs you can try different things out and find out what you like um, I definitely would recommend ASB to kids just because I think it really does promote a sense of like community that I didn't really have as strongly before when I wasn't in ASB. It does feel like you have a family. And obviously this year it is a little bit hard to like, 
instill that same sense of community into our members. But prior, like we have like, um, not this year, but the past years we've had like ASB Thanksgiving, ASB Christmas parties, we do Secret Santa ads in ASB. We, a lot of times like we hang out um, outside of school that has nothing to do with school. So, and like everyone's invited. So it really does promote that sense of like community and family that can be hard to find at such a big school when like so many different kids are in your classes, especially if you're lacking a strong friend group. I think ASB is a great place to go because it's a really good place to find different people and find different people of different ages, which is good because you can, who knows, like you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't have found yourself being friends with like a junior when you were a freshman if it wasn't for being in ASB. So I think that sense of family is really important, but also, yeah, if you just want to be able to if you want to be able to be a part of that change on a higher level, I definitely think you should enroll in ASB because it gives you that direct voice and you definitely have a closer like uh, relationship with like the principal and administration and even like the superintendent than you would as a regular student. Well, it sounds like ASB is quite the community and it seems like a very good thing to be a part of. So incoming high school students, that might be something for you to look into doing. Uh, but straying away from ASB and moving on to, uh, for, back, for lack of a better word, activism, um, what are some of the movements that you are currently involved in? Um, I mean, obviously, like, I would guess I'm I'm the prime one right now that's in that's like the most talked about is Black Lives Matter and especially in in quarantine like in like April that and for those couple months it was really heavily like um and noticeable in everyone's lives and especially for me I definitely took that time um I mean obviously there's it's hard right now because there's only so much you can do but I actually think that the most you can do is like at home like I think the most you can do to be a part of a movement or a cause is to educate yourself I think that was like the most important thing for me was like making sure that I'm fully informed on these issues and like the struggles of other people because just I don't want to go out there marching and not know anything about what I'm marching about or not know like the true severity of the situation. Um, that's like the, you know, performative activism. So I think it doesn't have to be so, so black lives matter to answer your question. I'll get back to it. Sorry. I get off topic. Black lives matter. I mean, obviously like any sort of like women's rights thing. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm not as much like involved in like specific movements right now as I'm just kind of trying to do my best to like educate myself and find like what I value the most, which obviously like equal rights in every shape and form, whether it be like for women, for minorities, for like LGBTQ, whatever it be is obviously something that's super important to me. Um, but going back to what I said, like, I think educating yourself and the real like activism, that's why the word is kind of like, because activism now has the connotation of like being like performative activism, we've all heard it's like, you know, posting a lot about it and whatever, but then when it actually comes time to using that in your real life, whether it be like calling your friends out or for something that they did that could be considered, you know, racist or not the best thing to be doing, like calling them out. A lot of people fail to do that just because it's hard to apply it into your regular life, which it is. Um, so I think that for me, like activism is just educating myself on the issues and making sure I'm super aware like been reading a lot of books and obviously there's a lot of good documentaries out there um 
like 13th was the first one I watched back in April by Ava DuVernay that really got me involved with like oh this is so this is what it's like and it kind of just opened this whole world to me so I definitely would say like throughout all the movements and all the stuff that I've been involved in like making sure I'm fully informed on the issues and like really trying to be open-minded about it too like thinking how could someone oppose this instead of being like that person is wrong and I hate them and they're just wrong and they're racist being like trying to see how they see even though it may be hard I think that's super important and that's been what's most important for me no matter what the movement has been is just trying to be open-minded and educated that's really amazing um so um getting into your activism and stuff um is there a specific person that like helped guide you towards your beliefs and stuff like that that made you starting to like want to stand up for people's rights and stuff like that yeah I mean my sister was always like super involved I have an older sister and she was always super involved with I guess like activism and like I do feel like I don't like saying like I'm an activist or like anything like that because I'm definitely not and I'm definitely not doing the most for these communities out of everyone like there are so many more people you know that should be getting credit for really sticking up for these communities because I'm just doing my best to try to understand the issues and do what I can in my life to you know stick up for those groups or whatever but I, there's always work to be done but um as far as who's like inspired me I guess I mean my sister was the one that kind of like she was got very involved with it um she's an actress and like she had a lot of really great opportunities like she got to go to like the UN and all this stuff when I was younger so I kind of got to see that side of like activism um because she did she really, like got to go to Washington DC and meet Michelle Obama and talk with her and that was kind of stuff that started to get me involved with like politics um and for a while I did want to like be a like major in political science not anymore because I just think it's a really it's an, it's intense it's a lot um and there's so much to learn so I'm just trying to do my part to learn like what I can to apply it to my regular life and be the best like ally that I can for these groups um but yeah my sister probably really got me involved with it and then I kind of just I've had a, a couple really like friends that have been really like inspiring to me as far as like just hearing them speak on the issues whether they're part of the community that's being targeted or not um just hearing others' opinions has been really important to me. And that's honestly what's inspired me the most is just getting to talk with other people about it. And so that's why I encourage people to have the conversations, even if they feel like they're not totally educated on the issue. Um, I think that's completely fine. Just, you know, ask, ask people, what's your opinion on this or research it? Like that's enough to do your part, I think, is to start that conversation with others, even if you're not fully informed. Um, I think it's just speaking with others is really what inspired me, whether it be like my friends or my parents or my sister. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's really like, it's really nice that you mentioned that listening to other people was what inspired you, because I think we've all seen too much, too much of performative activism, as you mentioned, where people just post or like without thinking and understanding. And like, that's why we kind of named it Gen Z education, because we want to work on like, teaching people about it so they can know what they're standing up for and that kind of that kind of serves as a drive for your activism or activism as you like to call it 
And um, getting to that, we actually were wondering that meaning of activism that we've kind of like discussed and like, is activism the right word for what we're doing? That kind of changes from person to person. And like, I think we all agree that like, I think it depends on like how much you can do in the moment. And oftentimes like the biggest form of activism is like standing up to a member of your community. So like, have you ever met a member of your community, maybe a friend or like someone that you knew that did not share your beliefs? And like, how did you approach that? Yeah, I mean, like people in my own family, I would just say, like I've struggled with this before. Um, And, but for me, like, the biggest like if I could describe myself in like one word or what I would want to describe myself as is like open-minded like I really 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 try to make sure that I'm not so set in my ways that like people's words are going in one ear out the other because like if we're being honest and this is kind of a controversial like thing to say especially right now and especially with our generation our generation because I think that so many people are stuck in like people that are part of this whole activism thing thing I think really think that it's like this is the right way and if you don't believe this you're racist or you're a bad person or I need to block you and while I understand where they're coming from and this is me trying to be open-minded I understand where they're coming from but that's one not productive at all like that's not gonna get you anywhere or them anywhere. All it's gonna do is further defi- divide like the what's right and wrong. And if we're being honest, there is no right and wrong. There is no right way that like politics or government should be ran because if there was, there wouldn't be an argument. Like if there was one right way where everything should be this way and it would be perfect, then there wouldn't be an argument. Like, but the fact is that there's there's no such thing as like a perfect policy or a perfect you know structure of government. There's always gonna be flaws so I think um like realizing that and realizing that like just because someone has this different belief doesn't like there's no such thing as wrong I just like I really try to focus on having that conversation with people and I think it's it's really hard but like I really make sure that I'm not blindly agreeing with anything or blindly disagreeing with anything I really try to think about what that person's like like if I've had a conversation with someone where I really don't agree with their beliefs I do really try to like step back and make sure I'm not being judgmental or not being like okay well you're wrong and that's it I try to think like what is causing them to think this or what could their argument possibly be because it's not coming out of nowhere like most of the time there is some sort of logic behind it and you can work with that. And if there's not, then there's also a reason for that. Maybe they're misinformed, maybe they're whatever it may be. I just think it's like really important to be open-minded, especially when you're talking with people that you disagree with, really thinking about like what's causing them to think that way. And like with my dad, I'll just say, uh, we have a lot of like political disagreements, I guess, but I'm the only one that can actually like get to him because what's really important that I try to do is like, I really do try to be like, like, I understand where you're coming from. And I agree with this aspect of your argument, or I, I see where you're coming from in this way. However, what about this or something like this? I don't just say, no, you're wrong. Because then like, if you tell a person they're wrong, or that, like, that's so like, how could you think that anything like that, that's just going to close them off and they're not going to be willing to have the conversation with you because people are naturally defensive and I am too like everyone is like if someone says you're wrong you're, you're gonna put your guard up um so I think like approaching the conversation in a very calm and like 
strictly using facts or whatever it may be and not being like yelling or not being like you're wrong or like not letting your you know um personal like expressions and not personal opinions but like coming at them for like personal things like straw man anything like that arguments that's not productive what's really productive is using facts so I really try to focus on that when I'm um arguing with someone that I disagree with but even then I do still like really try to understand where they're coming from and most of the time I do like most of the time it's not like I don't understand how you could think that I think like oh well they think this and and I could understand why they think that but I think you know this is more important or whatever it may be um so I think what's what really like divides people is what they value and like what they value more over other things um for example with the black lives matter movement like a lot of people everyone has different values and a lot of people value like the mi minority rights and all this stuff over like or even with i'll just say with covid um a lot of people value like the economy and stuff more than wearing a mask and that's like it's about what people value more than what other people value as far as like if we should go on lockdown or all this stuff um so it's not as much it doesn't have to be like this huge disagreement when you come across someone that disagrees with you like you can find things you agree on so i think that is important like finding the common ground between like what you guys can agree on and really trying to be productive with the conversation in terms of like not just being like you're wrong and that's it because then they're just gonna think um like if someone speaks with me like they'll just think okay well liberals or whatever because i guess that's what i would seem coming across in an argument like this like liberals are so close-minded and they call you racist if you do this and that's it and then they're just gonna hate liberals even more so it's like i think on both sides not um name calling not doing anything like that and not coming across so harsh and like you're wrong and that's it and i'm not having this conversation with you and i'm gonna block you because you don't support the same things I support like everyone has opinions that have some sort of validity to them so I think it's important to try to find that even as like harsh of a topic as that may be because I know it's like well how could you how could an opinion have validity that's like racist but there's something in in there that's causing them to think that way and I think trying to find what that is and like examine it for what it is and really trying to put yourself in their shoes and like try to see what they see I think is really important and for me like I've become a lot more open-minded since like freshman year just doing that just being like well what caused them to think that and then examining that and when you're looking when you're trying to educate yourself on the issues read make sure you're not just reading like biased news sources that support your argument or make sure you're not just in your bubble of activism on Instagram, because then you're never going to be able to think that there's another opinion, which there is, and half the country believes something else. So I think it's just important you're diversifying your, like what you educate yourself on, um, the sources and stuff, and really trying to see others' perspectives, like actually trying, not just saying you're trying, like actually trying to examine what's causing them to think that, and then working from there in a way that's not like defensive and harsh and angry and emotional but more like factual based and like rational so yeah 
I have to acknowledge and appreciate your open-mindedness because I do know that when it comes to like political stuff, um, a lot of people are, like you said, very right or very left and it's it's just a complicated situation and it actually kind of um, dates back to our last episode where we talked about um, like uh, discussions around the holidays with family over like Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, stuff like that. So it's interesting to hear it from like a personal perspective. So I just wanted to comment on that and say that. I appreciate your open-mindedness. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something everyone is lacking right now. And I'm by no means perfect with that. Like, I still struggle with it day to day, obviously. But if everyone could try to be a little more open-minded, I think tensions in this country would be a lot less. Um, I just think everyone's really frustrated and angry right now, which I understand. But then it stops them from being able to make any progress in terms of like understanding the other or them trying to make someone else understand them so yeah yeah I think it's really awesome that you mentioned that because like as you said and like this is like from my point I only think that we can only move forward as like a society and talk and fighting is not like that's not really what makes our society like that's we haven't come this far because of the fighting we've come this far because we've came together in like the toughest of times and so like yeah we really need to realize that these are like the toughest times we're living in right now and we we definitely need to come together as a community so on that note like as we wrap up our discussion do you have any parting words for our listeners um I would just say, yeah, try to be open-minded. Don't think everyone that disagrees with you is evil or whatever it may be. Um, Use your voice to, um, yeah, amplify what matters to you and your values, but make sure you're doing it in a way that's educated and that you are not just yelling out empty words for the sake of trying to look like an activist or anything like that. I think the most you can do to like make the world a better place literally is educating yourself and then using what you learn to change other people's lives in a small way, whether it be like having a small conversation with someone, um, like a family member that's said some racist things like on that line or anything like that. I think that's where like the real activism lies is like in your personal life because going to these marches is great and all, but when you have a friend group that is, are the ones that are um, the aggressors in the terms of like, if, whether it be racial situations or just targeting minorities or whatever it may be, because high schoolers can be brutal and like everyone is really mean. Like everyone is really mean in terms of like, just judgmental, everyone is so judgmental. So I just think, like do your part in your life to do what you can. If, if you need to skip the protest and instead need, wanna have a conversation with five friends, I think that's more, um, that makes more progress because the protest, anyone can go to that, but having those conversations are hard. So I think if you really wanna like make change or feel like you're doing something to make this world a better place, I think educating yourself and educating others around you and trying to be open-minded and whatever it may be, I think those are the most important things. And join ASB if you want to, (laughs) if you want to be a part of change on a school level and work with the board and stuff. And if you want that extra sense of community. Yeah, but that's my, those are my parting words. (laughs) Okay, well, it was really nice talking to you. And I hope that this will be very eye-opening for our listeners. Um, And it was just really a pleasure talking to you. Oh, you guys too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
Thanks for coming on the show, Carmen. Thank you for bringing these amazing conversation topics to the table. Oh, of course. Thank you guys so much for having me. And yeah, it's been a pleasure. That's it for this episode of Gen Z Speaks. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Visit genzeducation.org to discover everything Gen Z Education has to offer. And head to the podcast page to submit your questions for our next guest. If you would like to be a future guest or would like to nominate someone, submit the interest form on our website. We'll see you next time.